My name is Chris Vasquez. I'm a voice actor, podcaster, and lifelong Houstonian. But I gotta admit, I don't know the city and what's happening in it as well as I think a Houstonian should. I mean, if someone from out of town walked up to me and asked me what there is to do, I wouldn't know what to tell them. That's what inspired this podcast. I want to clue you in on news, cool events, quirky things our fellow Houstonians do, what the best new food places are, and highlight people that are doing their part to better this city, becoming real-life Houston heroes. This is Houston Happenings. What is up, Houston, and welcome back to another episode of the Houston Happenings Podcast. Today, you are in for a treat. This week's episode is a very special episode that I'm doing. For my repeat listeners, you might recall in episode three of the podcast, I featured a gentleman by the name of David Atkins in that episode's Houston Hero segment. If you missed it, here's a bit of a quick recap. David Atkins is a real estate agent here in Houston. Upon hearing on social media that local burger chain Bernie's Burger Bus was struggling financially due to the coronavirus severely lowering their sales, David decided he needed to help out. Starting with the purchase of a Bernie's gift card, David would go on to buy thousands of dollars worth of burgers and recruited his children to hand them out to his community in an effort to infuse some cash into Bernie's as well as give people a taste of exactly how good those burgers are to hopefully encourage them to visit the restaurant. In this episode, I have a conversation with David and talk about his inspiration and journey to support his community as well as talk about the bittersweet feelings when Bernie's, unfortunately, eventually closes its doors. Here is my conversation with David Atkins. Well, first off, David, first of all, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to come on my podcast. I really do appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd like to start by having you introduce yourself, if you don't mind, for those that might not be aware of who you are. What is your name and what do you do, sir? Uh, well, my name is David Atkins, and I am a listing agent for Martha Turner Sotheby's International. Um, real estate company here in Houston, Texas, focusing on residential. Okay. How long have you been into uh, real estate? I got my license in 2011. So I guess nine years. Wow. Nine years. It's, it's, it's a while. I'm, I'm, uh, I assume you're doing uh, very well for yourself. I'm paying the bills. It, it, paying it's the working bills. out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's all that matters at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Alrighty, so David, you obviously have a very strong connection to uh, Bernie's Burger Bus at this point, which is kind of the the subject of the episode that we're doing here. Um, so tell me, how did you come about, uh, you know, Bernie's? How did you discover Bernie's Burger Bus? So I owned a retail storefront from um, 1994 up until 2012. Um, it was called Bulldog Postal. It was at the corner of Holcomb and Greenbrier. Started there when I was 20 years old, and Justin was a, um, a personal chef for um, Shane Batty of the Houston Rockets, and they would ship packages um, to China. He had a lot of connections in China. With, that's back when Yao Ming was a uh, Houston Rocket, so um, most popular basketball team in the world. So whenever they needed to send shoes or jerseys or stuff like that um, over to China or just anything else, uh, he'd come by uh, my store and ship it off. We developed a rapport. Um, he's a few years younger than me, but has that entrepreneurial spirit spirit. And, um, it just kind of clicked from there. We, um, developed a, a little bit of a friendship. We weren't, um, buddy, buddy, like we never hung out, had a beer or any, anything like that together. But, um, we, we liked each other. Um, he was a cool cat. Oh, okay. Um, and when you say Justin, yeah, that's uh, Justin Turner owners of Brady's burger bus, correct? Yes, that is correct. 
Okay. And uh, how, when did you say you, you had that storefront? What did you do with the storefront? Uh, 94 to 2012. And I shut the doors um, in May of 2012. Uh, I see. Okay. Well, David, a few weeks ago, you were introduced to Houston as the guy that was giving away free burgers. <laughs> you were you were covered in all sorts of media, including being featured in my humble little podcast as that week's Houston hero. Uh, talk to me about your thought process during that time. What gave you the idea to start handing out free food in order to support Bernie's? Yeah, so um, Justin made a post on social media, um, and you could hear his voice cracking. It, it was... Um, it was very painful to hear that basically his life streams were going up in flames. Um, as a realtor, um, I didn't really know how to help. I wasn't sure if there's anything from a business side that I could do. Um, but as a human, um, I, that was really what drove things. So it was more about helping another person out from a personal level as compared to a, a business relationship. Um, so I reached out to him. And originally I asked, um, maybe I can hire him to do block parties since we were on the lockdown. No one can leave anywhere. Maybe he could park his um, food truck, which is how he started his business. Mm -hmm. The um, famous Bernie's Burger bus. <laughs> exactly. The, the original bus. Uh -huh. um, but he had told me that the, um, the axle broke and it was going to be about $16,000 to fix it. Oh, my God. And at that point, I said, well, you know, what if I, you know. But if I helped out with that and he says, my employees haven't been paid. Um, if I've got extra money instead of fixing the bus, I'm going to, I'm going to want to pay my employees. So that kind of struck home. And at, at that point I said, well, what can I do? And he said, just spread the word that we're hurting. And at that point I just bought a thousand dollars in gift cards. Um, I said, look, you know, hope this helps. Um, here's gift cards. Never used them. I'm just, put them in the, in the junk drawer, so to speak. Um, a few days later, I, um, I still didn't feel like that was enough. I talked to my father who he did a lot of philanthropy work, um, capital campaign fundraisers. And I told him, you know, about Justin and he, that's when come, we had the light bulb moment, if you will. He basically said that as he was raising capital, um, for um, youth camps and things of that nature, 90% of the budget from the income that came in went towards um, the kids, towards the camps. But they had to reserve about 10% um, for um, marketing and advertising and to, to run the campaign. Mm -hmm. So um, he and I had talked and I said, look, you know, I can go out and buy $10,000 worth of burgers, um, go to Third Ward, Sunnyside, um, in, any of these impoverished neighborhoods anywhere in Houston. And I could have fed, um, you know, a thousand people, um, but it would have been over. That would have been the end of the um, conversation. It would have been a great feeling for that, um, for those people, but um, there would not have been any um, ripple effect, so to speak. Right. Um, so what we did instead was I targeted my friends, um, the people in my sphere um, that um, my Facebook social media, um, you know, all of those people and said, Hey, I want to go out and buy burgers. Um, it's going to cost you nothing. Go to the menu, pick out the burger, pick out the fries, tell me what you want and I'll deliver it to your house. Um, Justin had told me that when you use one of these online apps, 
Um, I won't, they're all the same. They basically all charge the vendor about 30%. So he actually loses money when people use one of those online delivery apps. Mm-hmm. So instead of just going out telling people to order and have one of those delivery companies bring it to their house, I was going to be effectively the delivery boy. Mm-hmm. So we did that the first weekend. Um, 150, 175 burgers, um, we delivered. And that's when the the news media found out as I was delivering burgers that day and kind of caught me in the act of, um, delivering. <laughs> they got you red handed. Exactly. That made the news that night. And then, um, it was about 10, 15, um, when the, the three minute segment was finished and within five minutes I had over 500 text messages, phone calls, um, instant message, direct message. It was just, Oh my God, I can't believe what you're doing. That's so amazing. I'm going to, I'm going to go there tomorrow and buy gift cards. I'm going to go there tomorrow and order. Um, but the whole idea as I was delivering was not to plug David Atkins as a realtor. I never even mentioned that I was a realtor. I actually suggested on the newscast, don't say what I do. Um, this isn't propaganda. So that's why if you actually go back and look at it, it says man delivers burgers. It doesn't say realtor. Of course. Um, but with that, um, several people in my industry, um, heard about it, thought it was fantastic. And they decided that they wanted to, um, help as well. Cause I said I was going to do it for the, for the remainder of the month. So, um, we got about five or six other people here at Sotheby's in my office um, that participated. Uh, we got some title companies and some insurance people and some lenders all kind of affiliated with um, residential real estate to get involved um, monetarily. And um, we ended up doing another 150, 200 burgers over in the Braze Heights neighborhood, mm-hmm. um, another 150 in West University, another 150 in Southgate. And then last we did um, a little over 500 burgers, 500 to 550 burgers in the Heights. Um, And every time people would come through, we would just say, um, it's real easy for me to pimp you out. um, But when I start bragging about myself or asking for help myself, then I'm probably shouldn't say this online, but I'm the douchebag. Um, (laughs) I'm the putz. I was able to say, as we got in front of these people, um, all of these people giving the free food, hey, do me a favor. If you want to post something on social media about support your local business, uh, Bernie's is down 95%. Um, anything that you can do to help, just we wanted to create awareness. Mm-hmm. Because if I could touch that one person and then they posted something or shared it with some friends, then they'd want to go out. So we ended up getting thousands and thousands of dollars for the Red Cross, um, thousands and thousands of dollars for tips for the workers. Um, a lot of the restaurant business is not legal Mm -hmm. as far as employment. Um, so they didn't have any access to PPP or any of the the benefits that the rest of us have. Mm -hmm. Um, so it just created awareness and it became infectious. We, um, probably generated over $15,000 worth of revenue for Bernie's. Um, probably another 5,000 in donations for the food bank. Uh, we heard stories about people creating masks. We delivered, um, burgers to two, um, first responders, fire stations, um, 
it was just fantastic. It, it's I'm choking up thinking about it, just talking about the movement, if you will. Mm-hmm. It's just unfortunate that it was it wasn't enough. Absolutely. I mean, what you did was was by no means no small feat. I mean, it you started from essentially one gift card and you build this whole system. You you said in the span of a month, right? In about a span yes. of a month where you, you started doing other things. You started uh, not only giving out burgers, but you started supporting first responders. And and I I think it's your what you did is very important because especially in the times that we live now with this whole coronavirus pandemic, it, it is very important to go out and support local businesses. That's, I mean, that's one of the, the reasons why I started this podcast, because I want to highlight people that are struggling, that are hurting, that, you know, like you said, they were not set up to deal with something like this. They weren't set up or taught to keep gloves on hand or keep masks on hand or, or change their their procedures to be social distance. And I think what you did really kind of started a movement in Houston to help local businesses out. I know when I, when I saw the, uh, the article is very inspiring to me. I said, you know what this, I need to highlight this person, even though my podcast is a very small podcast and it, it doesn't have much reach, uh, yet hopefully um yeah. I, I wanted to do what i could to to show my circle of friends and my uh, circle of acquaintances not only what you were doing but the point of why you were doing it which is to go help your fellow houstonians out i think that that is something that needs to be you know shouted from the rooftops especially in this times that we're at now yeah yeah that and then um you know the other part is the next generation um I took my son and daughter to go deliver with me. Um, we used to deliver um, socks and toothbrushes and toothpaste and bottles of water on Christmas Day wow. um, to the homeless. And um, unfortunately, that's that can be very dangerous. Um, mm-hmm. My daughter's only nine, but we did this you know several years ago. And um, you just don't know what you're walking into. You're walking up to a tent or someone on the side of the road, and it's kind of invasion of their space so um, we stopped doing that but um we've done very well um as far as career wise um we're in a fortunate place we don't live beyond our means um and showing my children that you know hey we're delivering food to this person here they lost their job they don't have money they don't know how they're going to pay for gas next month and it's i wanted to be able to humble them um and maybe it was a little bit of an over exaggeration because we'd walk up to a couple of homes that were probably worth a million and a half dollars mm-hmm. and telling my daughter that they don't have any money um <laughs> she, she didn't quite know that at the time but it it created an impact and um you know she was all proud being on tv and told her friends about it and then next thing you know other kids on the block started doing lemonade stands mm-hmm. and they were donating the money to homeless shelters or the Red Cross. So um, someone quoted that our generation of children coming up is so entitled and they um, they don't know the meaning of hard work. And that was said by Harry Truman. Mm-hmm. So every older generation has always said that the next generation is entitled. You know, that's a constant thing that I hear that these millennials think that they're entitled. No, they don't. They think exactly what I thought. Um, but that doesn't mean that you should give up on trying to, to pass along good deeds and building character. Um, 
humanity, just caring about your fellow man, you know, whether it's someone you know or don't know, if they need help, you're not doing it for the accolades. You're doing it for internal um, peace of mind. It just feels good. Since since we're mentioning quotes, there is a... uh... A quote from a, a motivational speaker. His name was uh, Zig Ziglar. Fortunately, he passed yeah. away in the 90s. I'm not sure if you're aware of him, but um, it, it's one of my favorite sayings. And I think if, if more people live their life by, you know, these standards, I, I think it would do tremendous good in the world. And Zig Ziglar said, you can have everything in life that you want if you would just help enough other people get what they want. And I truly hmm. believe that. I, I believe you... You would agree with that, wouldn't you, Mr. David? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, unfortunately, as of a couple of Mondays ago, Bernie's Burger Bus has unfortunately closed its doors for the foreseeable future. It's sad to see such a Houston icon that was built over nine years um, disappear in the span of only a few months. In those same months, you formed a strong bond with those men and women that worked there and Mr. Justin Turner himself. How do you feel in the aftermath of the closure? Um, like I didn't do enough. Like, um, I could have tried harder. I, it's, um, you know, you want to, you, anything that you apply yourself to, I was raised, you know, there's yes, sir, no, sir, no excuse, sir. And it's very binary. You need to pass or fail. And, um, you know, I poured a ton of energy into it. Um, I had a lot of vigor. There's a lot of enthusiasm. Um, unfortunately, after about the third week in, um, real estate started to get very, very busy. And, um, you know, jokingly at the time I was, I was saying, well, I got to sell these houses cause I got to pay for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, yeah, it's the month of June. I have nine closings for the month of June. Most agents don't get nine closings a year. Yeah. Congratulations um, on that. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. But, um, I kind of, I feel like I could have allocated a little bit more time and maybe that would have made a difference. Um, I don't know. It's, it's always that. What if that kind of eats you up, sure. you know, the, the girlfriend that left you, if I would have told her one more time that I loved her, if I would have kissed her goodbye one more time, of course. you know, that sort of thing that you'll never know. So, um, it hurt, it hurt. And then having my kids, when he, he called me that Thursday morning when he was right before he announced on social media, Mm-hmm. to let me know that he was closing. And um, I told my, my family that we were going to get there Sunday morning. We're going to have a, you know, have a meal, um, our last meal there. And then I had to go do open houses from 12 to 2 and 3 to 5. Mm-hmm. And, but we were going to be there first thing and ha- have our food and um, you know, be able to hang out. And then Saturday evening, they completely ran out of meat. And um, I had to go home and tell my kids <laughs> that we're not going to be able to go there. Um, they ran out of food and that you don't ever want to tell a kid that they're getting something for Christmas and not deliver. Of course. <laughs> That's a good way to get in trouble. Exactly. Overpromise and under deliver is not the way to a kid's heart. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, so it, it was a bittersweet in the sense that um, I know Justin's hurting, but he's he's a he's an optimist, and this every cloud, regardless of how dark it is, is going to have a silver lining, and I'm sure he's going to come out bigger, better, and stronger. Um, we don't know why this is happening. We just have to trust in his plan um, that um, everything happens for a reason. But it still hurts because, um, you know, yeah, you, you just think maybe I could have done. It's kind of a weird feeling that um, Liam Neeson at the end of Schindler's List, you know, if he had sold that pen, if he had sold that ring, given one more life, mm. um, Schindler's List. Um, it's it's kind of that same weird um, guilt. Mm-hmm. You know, survivor's guilt, if you will. Of course. Yeah, it's it's definitely tough, and I'm I'm sure it it hits you really hard with with the time that you spent uh, doing all that for Justin and all those workers there. But um, you touched on on the final weekend of of Bernie's Burger Bus, which I I kind of like to take as as a sign of like. You know, maybe the future won't be so bad because uh, I know they were he, he Justin released a video on Facebook that he was announcing that, you know, Bernie's Burger Bus was closing. And it was very, very difficult video to watch yeah. um, because, I mean, you you can tell that Justin was very upset by this. You could see when he was talking, his his hand was shaking and, and, and the emotion was was very obviously there. But in, in the days to come in that weekend, people showed up to Bernie's Burger Bus in droves. Like you said, they they planned on on being open Friday, Saturday, all the way up until Sunday. But they uh, they didn't even make it past uh, Saturday afternoon. If I, if I remember correctly, I had a buddy that's at, um, he's from out of town. He's from New York. And, you know, when when he heard that Bernie's was closing, um, he decided to make the trip and and try to have uh, a burger before everything closed but um he didn't make it the lines were out the door and like you said they ended up running out of meat which it, i i like to tout as as um an example of of how houston can come together and yeah. support its own people you know and and while it was bittersweet uh, it it kind of not necessarily ended on a happy ending but sort of a happy note if you will. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it's almost like a funeral where I don't know how many people I touched in this life until I'm dead that <laughs> come to my funeral, whether it's 30 people or 300 or 3000, but it's too late. I'm dead. I can't see that. <laughs> um, for him, his restaurant died and, um, but he was there to see it, feel it, touch it. Um, like you said, people from all over the country came in to, to, to support, have one last meal. Um, jokingly, it was like one of those things where, well, maybe you should have another weekend. Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't quite do a going out of business sale. Uh-huh. Like there's a couple of rug stores that seem to be going out of business every month. Of course. Um, another 70% off sale sort of thing. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, it was, um, it was a major, major tribute. Uh, that Sunday morning, um, I got up early, and um, he left the Beastie Boys um, po- podcast I'm playing. So it was kind of nice to just to be there at the store, um, outside the storefront, and just kind of 
get lost in your own thought listening to you know UB Illin and um, all the music that he likes to play for the restaurant. He kind of left it going as a tribute, mm. but um, it hurt. It hurt. I'm sure but it was it nice did. to see. Mm-hmm. So, David, do you think that hopefully down the line, do you think that Bernie's will ever be back? I think Justin Turner will be back. I, I don't think that. I know Justin Turner will mm-hmm. be back. Mm-hmm. In what reincarnation? Um, I don't know. Is it going to be Bernie's Burger Bus Part 2? Mm-hmm. Um, the remake? Is it going to be a different type of restaurant? I mean, he's he's amazingly talented. Um, he does private meals. Like, you can actually hire Justin in have him be your personal chef for the evening and he can do wine pairings, three course, five course, seven course meals. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll come to your house. He'll, he'll handle everything. Um, wow. he's very, very talented. So burgers were nice. Um, but that's just the tip of the iceberg as far as his talents. Mm-hmm. So David, what, um, what do you think is next for you? Because while, yes, we're here to talk about, you know, what you did for Bernie's burger bus. I, I think you, emerged as a little bit of a Houston icon uh, yourself for that movement of trying to help uh, local businesses, of trying to help Houston. Do you have any plans for the future for yourself apart from your real estate business? Um, this When did this podcast go out? Uh, good question. <laughs> it just depends on when I edit it. Uh, it might be a couple okay. of days. Okay. Okay. Um, so it, it'll be out before July 14th, which is my wife's birthday, which mm-hmm. is Bastille Day. Um, but I am planning to um, allocate another $20,000 towards an, uh, another local restaurant that's hurting. Oh, okay. Um, and it'll be a, a celebration of my wife uh-huh. um, that's going to also um, support another local business that is also down 90%. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be a surprise for her, though. Awesome. That, that's a wonderful idea. That's a great present, David. <laughs> I got to say. Uh, she already has enough jewelry. It's like, yeah, this isn't about you, honey. Yeah, yeah. You got you to gotta think outside the box a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Build a bridge. <laughs> Get over yourself. <laughs> All righty, David. Well, I, I think that'll uh, that'll do it. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your very busy schedule to, t- to talk to me. And um, it was it was great meeting you. Please, if, if you talk to Justin, please do give him my regards. And and uh, we'll 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 look forward to hearing what restaurant it is you're supporting next. Awesome, that'd be great. I'd, I'd look forward to sharing it with you. Well, there you have it, folks. That was my conversation with David Atkins. I really enjoyed talking with him, and I'm so happy that a person with such a giving and selfless attitude lives in this wonderful city of ours. Personally, like David said, I believe we haven't seen the last of Justin Turner. Who knows? Maybe you'll get the old bus up and running again. I'm also really looking forward to hearing what the Atkins family is up to next. As always, you can find me on YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter as Chris Vasquez underscore VO. And remember, if you have a story you want to submit or a Houston hero you want to nominate, all you got to do, it's real easy, guys. Use the hashtag HoustonHaps, that's Houston, H-A-P-S, to submit your story and get your opportunity to be featured on the podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Be safe out there and stay Houston strong.